This call is being recorded. It's a happy day at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? It's a happy day to declare victory. My name is Andrew. Who's joining me on the call? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name's Andrew. Who just joined me on the call? Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday to you, Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Happy Friday to you. Thank you. I hope you're well this morning. Yes, I am. How about you? I'm 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 hanging in there. Just keep me lifted up. Okay, we'll do. Yes, ma'am. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. 
It's a wonderful Friday to clear victory. We're here to seek the Lord. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday. Good morning, Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Sister Yvonne. Good Good to hear you. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey, Sister Susie, happy Friday. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Early birds are here. (laughs) It'll be a good day. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from which they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. It's a happy day at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew. It's all about faith. Who's with me on the call? But now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it is said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Counting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. Happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew, who just joined me on the call. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Happy Friday at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew. Please just join me on the call. Hey, family. It's Nikisha. Hey, Nikisha. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, 
esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he hath respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith, Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Did anyone else just join us? Just here talking about faith. Good morning, it's Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Happy Friday. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith, he kept Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, assaying to do, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. What shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, and stopped the mouth of lions. Words to rejoice by. My name is Andrew. This is Declare Victory. Impossible to please God without faith. Faith brings us here each morning. Who's with me on the call? Well, according to the time, it's time we got started. So I'm going to ask everyone under the sound of my voice to please check your phone and activate the mute feature. And periodically through the call, please check to make sure you're still on mute so that the only voice heard is that of the declarer or he that is leading us in prayer until such time as we take our phones off mute for corporate praise that the word of God is not impeded and does not have to compete with background noise. My name is Andrew. I'm your host for the morning. Thank you so much for joining us here at Declare Victory. If you're wondering who we are, this is who we are. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we're here to edify, empower, encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Friday, Men's Day. Only men are scheduled to bless you in this lineup. Be sure you stay with us for the rest of the month. Our theme this month is the faith factor. You don't want to miss the last few messages prepared for you this month because they are going to bless you. Two announcements are before us today. Firstly, if you've been blessed by the call and would like to sow into it, 
please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me slash declarevictory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. Secondly, there is no Friday Night Live on tonight. Repeat, Friday Night Live is not live this Friday. There were no prayer requests on the online app, but there are several prayer requests that we need to revisit. We need to pray for the children. We need to pray for the homeless. They're being attacked by people who think it's fun to hurt vulnerable people. They're hungry. They're exposed to the elements. They're feeling hopeless. Their bodies are hurting. And they are loved of God. Those that are in incarcerated situations, physically and mentally, those that are in hospice care, those that are close to death and know it, those that have just been diagnosed with something incurable, those that are running for their lives because of oppression, because of murderous intent, those that are unsaved, each other, our government, the peace of Israel, these things and a thousand more, we prayer warriors need to be aware of and keep pressing our knees and our hearts towards the throne of God for these. And personally, again, we need to lift each other. We have a red alert for prayer for our sister Moni. At 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, she is going to be tested for her training. She's been through a vigorous training period, and she's asked us to lift her up as well as her instructors before the throne of God. And we've been doing so. But today is the testing day where she is to fly solo and she's being observed. And we're lifting her up for courage, for strength, and we're lifting up those people that are in observation capacities above her, that she have the favor of God and that her true purpose shine forth, that she may be a glowing witness to others. Please keep me in your prayers. I need a physical touch from the Lord. The order of the call is as follows. The declaration will be brought by Brother Nick Guzman. Leading prayer and corporate praise will be E.K. Dawson. That order once again. The declaration will be rendered by Nick Guzman. Leading prayer and corporate praise will be E.K. Dawson. Immediately following, we will directly enter Love, Life, and Victory where Brother Nick will handle any questions, comments, or further teach us on what he's bringing this morning. The scripture today is Mark 10, 
verse 52. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Please, again, check your phones to make sure you're muted. Turn your hearts towards the throne. The next voice you hear will be that of Brother Guzman, leading us in the teaching for the day. My name is Andrew Hart. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Good morning. Uh, can you hear me pretty clearly, Brother Andrew? Yes, I can. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, uh, definitely. Um, I know this message, you know, is gonna gonna be pretty pretty fire. You know, it's just a lot of things have been happening, and it's a uh, been a while since I've been on this call, and uh, and whether you've been on this call for a while or if this is your first time, I just really pray that. Uh, this message that is not going to come from me, but come from the Holy Spirit, um, really touches you and resonates something in your heart that stirs something else up that, you know, you can, you know, just leave today completely renewed and uh, and, and it's going to be powerful. So before I even start the call, I definitely want to pray for sure because this entire message, I'm going to let the Holy Spirit guide me I only have a scripture, and I only have a few bullet points in front of me, and I'm just going to allow him to get all the glory and do the work that's getting ready to happen right now on this call. So before I even begin, I definitely want to pray and allow him to use me. So, Father God, I just pray that you can touch these people on this line, Father God, that you can use me as your instrument, Lord God, that you can speak through me through this line, Father God, that everything that happens right now is his honor and glory to you, that if there's any brokenness on this phone, anybody who jumped on the call who didn't announce himself, Father God, and if they're lost and lonely and hurt, Lord God, I pray that this message can just uplift them and let them know that the word of God is real and that your love is real. And I pray that you are in this line, Father God, and that all distractions could be eliminated from the enemy, Father God, that we could focus on you and make you our focal point for the next hour, hour and a half, and we could just leave the entire problems outside of the door. I pray this in your name, Jesus, and I let you lead this call, not me. This has nothing to do with me. I want you to be able to speak through me to reach these people on this line, Father God, and just allow you to just move the way that you want to. Even if you want me to move in a different direction, I'm just going to let you let you control me and let's just do what we have to do, Lord God, as a partnership. So, uh, so this, uh, man, this tie, the title of this message today is going to be called Supernatural Provision. And uh, the scripture that I'm going to be reading from is from the book of Luke, from Luke 8, 43 to 48. And I'm going to go through this scripture and I'm going to just kind of go over a couple different things as you will see. But okay, now, and there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for 12 years. And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. And immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, 
someone touched me for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Now, the purpose that I chose this scripture, especially closing out this month in the theme of uh, faith factor, is because to be honest with you, about 10 days ago, I had absolute, I knew I was going to speak on this call. I had no idea what I was going to talk about or what the Holy Spirit wanted me to talk about. And then last week, this, this passage just resonated with me so deep. And even when it originally came in front of me, I didn't really understand why it kept popping in my head or why I kept getting drawn to it or why he was revealing what he was revealing to me throughout this passage. And then after this week, which I'll go over in a few minutes, completely confirmed today's declaration in a supernatural way. And when I dissected this passage, I saw so many directions it was taking me into. And there were so many different pieces that, you know, even at first I saw a couple pieces then I saw more and then there was more revealed to me. And there was eight hot topics that stood out the most to me, which can relate to all of us on the line. And no matter what, where we're on, our, where we are in our walk, I just want to kind of go through them very, very quickly and uh, kind of tie it in. So this is, this call is going to be pretty much, you know, probably 50% of teaching from this message, and the other 50% is going to relate to a testimony that just happened in the last three days that is just completely, completely all God all the way. And well, the way I want to break this down is going to be pretty interesting. So when I read this message, I started thinking about like how it is in our lives and how it is in my own life. And when we look at this passage, you know, when you think about this woman with bad blood and and how she was going through what she was going through for 12 years. And when you think about 12 years, that's 4,380 days. And then she heard of Jesus. Then she, then, then the Messiah came and And then, uh, then for her, you know, can you imagine the state of mind that she was in for 12 years? She had no idea what to do. Her whole body was hurting. And it's, it, it kind of relates to how many people are out here today who are broken, who maybe have been suffering from addiction or bad relationships or failed marriages, or just abuse, or maybe things going on with their health that they just don't even understand for so long. But the one thing that even relates to, you know, us today, and especially this woman with the bad blood, is that we all carry a word called hope. It was the hope that kept her going and kept her going and kept her going. And what's crazy is that when we look at this message, you know, she spent all her money on the physicians and got worse. And and, and there's you know, I, I believe it's just out of three of the, the four Gospels, they talk about this, you know, about the woman with bad blood. And, 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 and I did so much study into it. And what's, what's crazy is that every single time she went to a doctor, she got worse. They, they try to treat her. They, nobody could solve her problems. And she just kept suffering and suffering and suffering. 
And when I think about that, I think about how it is in the world today, how many people are broken and we seek worldly healing. We always look at the outside. We think that something else can solve our problems. Even if somebody's suffering from addiction, they think that the drugs and alcohol could go out there and solve their problems and regardless if they're having a bad day or just exiting a bad relationship. Uh, the first thing that they do is pick up a bottle and get wasted or maybe they were like me and I was a high marijuana addict and I used to just smoke a blunt all the time and you know and think that it was going to take my problems away but once it wears off it's still there and you go through the world going through the next one and it's crazy is that sometimes when people are in this broken state we don't it's not it, this message is more than just tying into someone who's suffering from who needs healing it's part of it but the healing could come from different places. And sometimes some people look for the wrong counsel. We are going through the, wrong, the things in our life and that we reach out to somebody who's broken and their brokenness is just rubbing off on us. And we're never going to Jesus. We're never going to the one person who could heal us at all because we're seeking the world to go out there and solve all our problems. And it's amazing to me, to me is that the third thing that, that stood out to me the most is that, is that she went through the crowd. It's like, imagine she's in a whole nother area. She never saw Jesus. She just heard stories, but she had faith. She knew, she's like, look, I've been going for all these years suffering and what I'm doing and nothing's working. I'm tired of seeking the world. There has to be another answer. And she heard these stories of someone who was healing people by his touch or just by his presence. And she dropped everything that she was doing and she went directly to him with not with with laser focus and she went through a crowd imagine and so they don't really talk about how big this crowd was but you can imagine it, it, a, a small group of people is maybe five or ten in our perception when we think of a crowd it could be 50 people 100 people 500 people a thousand people but the most important thing to know is that she went through the crowd not thinking about anybody, not thinking about, you know, who she was going to bump into or how many people she had to get through. Her only focus was going through that crowd and making sure that she could touch Jesus. And that was so awesome to me when I was reading that, because you think about all the people who were around Jesus and they were just there watching him, surrounding him, even if it was 50, 100 or 500 people, all those people around they only had faith of the scene because they could only see what's in front of her. She had no idea what even Jesus looked like, but she had to go through this entire mist of people. And so she had the faith of the unseen and her eyes were fixed on just one thing, just to touch Jesus. And that was her faith factor. And when I look at this message also, I look at when I see how, you know, all she did was just touch a piece, a fringe. And when I looked up the definition of fringe, it means the edge. It's not like when she saw Jesus, she just jumped all over him or she just, she, she just you know, uh, hugged him or anything like that. She couldn't, it, there were so many people surrounding Jesus. It's like she had to move her arm around others just to get a small piece of Jesus. And that was it. And when she touched that that garment, the power had left him and went right directly into him. And it's crazy as how it relates to so many of us. As so many of us go out here in the world and, you know, or we go to church and even if there's seasoned Christians on the line and maybe, you know, they've been seeking the Lord for a while and, and, and we think we need five or ten different Bibles or, or we need to, you know, uh, go to, 
you know, do all these other extra things. But Jesus, all he's asking for is a yes. All he's asking for is just a peace, just to say, hey, I surrender. And that's what this woman was doing. She wasn't looking for anything else. She just knew that she needed to touch Jesus, which amazes me. And when it talks about the power, I'm going to get to that piece in a second. But I do want to highlight the part where it talks about right afterwards, you know, she, you know, as soon as the power had left, it's like he knew it. You had all these people touching Jesus and she knew that, whoa, wait a minute, a piece of my power just left. And where did it go? And it's not like he was mad because that's what he was looking for. It was a match to a match. He was looking for someone like that. And she, she at first was scared. She was wondering, oh my God, did I do something wrong? And she didn't. And she knew that she just was like, you know what? I just got healed. And what did the first thing that she did? She got on her knees. She praised the Lord. She poured her heart out to Jesus. There was a sense of surrender and transparency that took place. And Jesus looked at her and was able to look at the condition of her heart because she didn't withhold nothing. And there's so many times when we go through our lives and whatever we're going through, especially men, and it's crazy that this is a men's call, a men a lot, even in my church, you know, it's like the other day we had like, they asked all the women to stand up. That was 80% of the church, 20% of the church is the men. And a lot of times, even us as men, you know, we think that we're macho or we think that we can't let somebody else see us cry, or we think that we can't let somebody see us get on our knees and surrender. And because it's a, it's an ego thing. It's a pride thing. It holds us back from the full glory of what he's trying to do for us. But here goes this woman who's going through the crowd and just all she wants to do is just touch a piece of Jesus. And as soon as he sees her, she falls to the floor and pours her heart out and completely testifies her situation and why she did what she did. And the only thing that Jesus could do, which brings me to part number seven, is where Jesus was looking at her and obviously was like, wow, and saw her purity and called her daughter. And I've read this passage so many times and it never popped out to me because when you look at it at the very, very beginning, they talk about a woman and there was a woman who had a discharge of blood. And when we think about that, that's so powerful because at the very end, his simple words are, daughter, your faith has made you well. She came to him as a woman and left as a daughter of the king. And that's just how it is today. It's like when some people haven't gone to the Lord or whatever at the beginning, we're just part of the world. We're living in sin. There's no salvation. There's no relationship. We become a slave to sin. And when you go out there and you fully surrender and you're fully transparent and you're fully asking for forgiveness and really allowing him to enter you and give you his precious Holy Spirit, that's when you, the sanctification process begins and you become set apart and now you become a slave to righteousness. And it's so, so powerful because she came in as a woman and left as a daughter. Could you imagine that? There was a crowd of people, hundreds of people, but that one woman, we don't know what happened ever around the, the, everybody else, but just think about it. If it was a hundred people there or a thousand people there, that's the one person who got on the knees, surrendered to Jesus, and left as the daughter of Christ. And that's so amazing to me because it shows so many things that we have to do and set in our own hearts. 
and not just think about things, not just continue just to, you know, be a complacent Christian or just, you know, just to, you know, just to uh, grow weary. You know, this is a, it's a different type of surrender. Give him a second. Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? We can now. Go ahead, Nick. We can hear you. Now we can't. Something happened again. Hello? Okay, there you go. Thank you. Okay, cool, cool, perfect, because it's about to get super hot right now. I can <laughs> feel it. You know, so, so you know, uh, so you guys heard the part where I'm talking about the woman and the daughter, correct? Yes. Okay, cool, perfect. So when we think about that one part, you know, when the only thing that Jesus did, he saw that it was a completion, and all he did and told her was, go in peace, your faith has made you whole. And when I see that, it just like, it just, it just tenderizes my heart, you know, and it just, when I think about that, it just, it just, gosh, man, it just gets me going right now, just because of everything that's happened in the last few days. But the one part of this that I didn't understand when I first read this a few years ago is when the power had left them. And a lot of times people will, obviously at this particular time, you know, she was able to get in front of Jesus. She was able to touch the garment. And a lot of times people will read this scripture and they'll say, you know what, well, how do I access that power today? How do I, I can't, you know, how I want to touch Jesus's garment too. What do I need to do? And that's where it comes. Like I'm a true believer of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and there are a couple scriptures I just want to read from, and then I want to get into what just happened to me a couple days ago and how it ties in to this complete script, to this entire message today. But in the book of Acts, when you think about, when I started thinking about power and, and after I got baptized with the Holy Spirit a couple times and, and had some refills, you know, I started really diving in and understanding what the power is. And when you think about uh, in Act, both the book of Acts 1-8, it says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Sumeria, and to the end of the earth. And then when you think of, when I read Acts 2.38, it says, Peter says, uh, this is when Peter's, um, uh, uh, you know, given the sermon at, at, on the mount, and he's, he's asked, everybody's asking him, well, what shall we do? Peter said to them, repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That day, that day, 3,000 souls were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they went out there preaching the gospel. Could you imagine that all in one place? They didn't go through, you know, a, a class. They didn't go through to have to try to get a certificate or get these different qualifications or anything. Their hearts were complete. They were at a point of surrender, and they experienced the faith factor in their own life, and that's so powerful. And even in the book of John, you know, Jesus tells the disciples, you know, and, you know, I got to leave, and it's to their advantage that he goes. Because if he doesn't leave, if he doesn't get sacrificed for us on that cross, the helper will not come. And, and if he, when he comes, 
He's here to guide us into all truth, into all understanding. He's our protector and our helper. And it's when I, when I, when I, when I, when I went through the scripture and then, and then what's, I'm going to tell you right now, what happened the other day, it's just, it's just incredible because there's a, the ones that, you know, like Dion, you know, Tanya, some of the others on the line, you know, they, you know, uh, you know, they know, you know, they've been helping me grow as a, from an infant to where I'm at right now, because it's, it's like a brand new birth. And, um, you know, the, one of the biggest things that has happened to me over these years as the Lord's been knocking on my heart is because I didn't grow up in the church. There's been so many dreams that have been placed in my heart and placed in my mind when I'm sleeping and visions and all kinds of stuff that relate to, you know, scriptures before I even read them or things that are starting to take place where I'll dream and they come true. And now that I'm moving in a, 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 the realm of the prophetic and just allowing, you know, the Holy Spirit to teach me in a different way, things are beginning to happen. And for the last couple months, I've been praying to the Lord. I've been asking the Lord to send me people, send me people who are just as crazy and fire for him, just like me. And it's like, so we could go out here and just go nuts and fill people with the Holy Ghost and save people on another level. And then on Tuesday morning, I woke up to an email. There's a young man who, um, who sent me an email on Tuesday morning, just a couple days ago. And, uh, you know, he is a, a preacher. Okay, he's only 27 years old, and he's been preaching since he was 19 years old. He's a leader in his uh, a church that he was attending before, you know. And it's he sent me a message and told me because he heard about my story. And he says, Nick, you know, it's like I, he was like, I know you don't know me, but I just want to be baptized. Even though I've been going to the church, I want to be baptized. I want the Holy Spirit. I want to be. I want the whole thing. It was like, if you get time, if you could take time out of your schedule, please just give me a call. When I looked at that message, I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy to me. And I gave this young man a call that afternoon. It was about two o'clock. I still had appointments I had to go to because I work for myself in real estate. And because I felt the tone in his voice, I felt the compassion. I felt like I would have been robbing him if I did not go out there and cancel my agenda and put my agenda to the side and put give give Jesus, you know, to use me at that time. And I said, you know what? It was like, I because I felt his heart. I felt his purity too. And I told him, I said, look, you know what? It was like, whatever. I was like, well, you know what? Let, let's meet up. What, what He says, Nick, I'm ready to get baptized today. I want it. I want it. I want it. And and I told him, I said, okay, well, okay, let's, uh, you know, where, where do you want to go? Do you want me to come to your house? Do we go to your bathtub? What, what do you want to do? He says, Nick, I, 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 I have to be baptized in the ocean. So within two hours, we were at the Pacific Beach over here in Pacifica, and I met him, never met him before. And he comes down the stairs, and I just see this, like, this he's just shining. And then he comes down, and he's bringing his cousin and then it turns out what's so ironic, these people never met me before, keep in mind. And then I started telling them my story. I started telling them about the, the mentors that are pouring into me. And one of the people that I named was a woman out of Sacramento who used to be from the city, a woman by the name of Dorothy Hisataki. And it turned out that they're all related. And this so happened that one of them was wearing a T-shirt, a rest in P-shirt from a family member of theirs that just passed away. 
So we knew it was ordained. We knew that it was a confirmation and we were rejoicing before even we even went to the water. And then once, once we saw that, we knew it was time. And when we walked to the water, this is where it all just, just like, man, Jesus just came and man, man, Jesus just came so strong. And then we went to the water and he, keep in mind, I just walked him through it. I told him, I said, look, you know, you know, we got to allow the Holy Spirit to use us, you know, and, and we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to pray for you. I want you to pour your heart out and I want you to just be completely transparent and just let him know how you feel at this particular time in your walk. Then we're going to walk into the water we're going to baptize you. You're going to come out. I'm going to pray for you again. And then we're going to allow the Holy Spirit and let him use your tongue. And we'll go from there. We go, we, we go to the water. I start praying for him. He pours his heart out. We go into the ocean. And keep in mind, there's no one else in the ocean. Nobody's in the ocean. There's people on the beach, just us, because the waves were super high. And I can't even swim. And we went out there. We went out to the ocean, and then I just, I, I, you know, I prayed for him. He started pouring his heart out, and then, boom, he was ready. We went to the ocean. He went under the water. He accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord, his Savior, and the king of his heart. He came out. I prayed for him again, and then I just went in and just started speaking in tongues over him and just I told him, let the Holy Spirit control your tongue, and then, boom, this gentleman got the baptism of the Holy Ghost sitting on the beach on the Pacific Ocean. It was crazy, and he couldn't stop. He fell to his knees. He gave all honor, glory to God, and that's what happened. And what's crazy is that it relates so much because when I got deeper into a story, his story is just so lined up with this scripture. It's incredible because he's been preaching the gospels from 19 to 27, and he told me, I've never had the power, Nick. I've been, I, I play piano. I lead worship. I do all these things, but I just felt like I didn't have the power. I was tired of religion. I wanted Jesus. I believe in it all, and then boom, it happened, and he went through so many different things to get to where he was just to get to a place of full surrender, and in the last three days, he's been on fire, and he actually has the gift of healing right now. So yesterday, he called me up, and he says, Nick, you never believe what just happened. It was like the Lord woke me up. He led me to a scripture talking about the ninth hour. My grandma was in my vision. I went to the hospital because my grandmother's there. It turned out I ran into somebody else who thought I was following him, and I told him I wasn't following him, and if I could pray for him, and the guy crumbled right there in front of the hospital and said, my mom's in the hospital upstairs for the last three days with a kidney issue. And he told this gentleman, he says, take me to your mom right now. I want to pray for her. This young man walks into the hospital room with boldness and authority and walks in there, introduces himself to the mom and says, hey, I want to pray for you, but first I'm going to pray for your son. He prays for the son who's covered in tattoos, and then he felt hot, and he told him, do you have uh, uh, you know, something wrong, too, that's hurting you? He says, my shoulder, I haven't been able to lift it in a long time. This young man laid hands on his shoulder, started praying for his shoulder, and was healed on the spot and started crying and gave his life to the Lord directly in front of his mom on the hospital bed, and the mom started rejoicing. These people weren't even believers. They just believed in God, but they don't know anything about the Bible. And he went to her and he said, where's it hurting? My kidney. 
he reached in on the hospital bed, put his hand behind her back where the kidney is placed, and started speaking tongues and, and praying over her in the middle. This is the busiest time in the hospital, around 10 in the morning. And then he, and then, and then boom, she got healed too. She got up from her bed, started rejoicing. The nurses, the doctors came in the room. They're like, what the heck is going on? They told them to leave because this man is praying for us and we're getting healed. And this happened. And he's been going to different places and all kinds of places, healing people. It's just incredible. And these are the things that are starting to take place. And I share that story with you on the line because this is real. This is more than just a declare victory message. This is more than just me reading a scripture. This is the faith factor. This is the factor that the supernatural will come in and provide that provision. He will be the one, but it all comes with the Holy Ghost. It comes with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I don't care what anybody tells me anymore because it's true. I'm seeing it happen right in front of me, and we're doing these things and allowing the Jesus to take full control and authority. So now I'm just like, like that's why like right now, the last three, four days, I've been you know, it's just stirred something different because now it's getting ready to happen. And the last night, now he just called me last night. He says, Nick, I got, I got five more people who all want to get baptized. And I told him, I said, look, I was like, you know, your baptism was, we can't take everybody to the ocean. So we did, you know, we're going to be going to different bodies of water and, and doing what we have to do, but still getting people plugged in with the right foundation as well, too. It's not just about us. It's about doing everything, how the, how the, how Jesus is teaching us so we could be a part of the body and so we could function correctly. And the reason why I share this message to everybody on the line, because I know there's different people on the line. I know that there's different, some of you on the line, maybe you've been saved for five, 10 years and you've been going to church, but you're missing that fire. You're reading all the scriptures. You're reading the same scripture a thousand times, but you're wondering, how come I don't feel that fire? How do I communicate with God on another level? What do I need to do? And maybe you're somebody on the line and this is the first time you got on the line. Maybe you're sitting in your room right now and you're just wondering, it's like, man, this sounds so amazing. I want to be healed too. I want the baptism of the Holy Ghost too. I want to feel that too. What do I got to do? You've got to surrender. And it doesn't matter where you're at. Even if you're in your room, your living room, in your car, it's okay because he's there with you too. He's resonating inside of you right now. And there might be other people on the line. Maybe you're just like, just, just super lost and you don't know anything. And I'm telling you right now, it's no accident that you're on this phone. So I, what I want to do is when we switch this call back over to the prayer warrior, you know. No, 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 there's a shift. You, you do what God gives you to do. Do it right now. You don't have to wait for okay. it to shift. Whatever he says, you do it. Okay, well, I know what I know what the Holy Ghost wants me to do right now. You know, so, 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 so what I will do right now is I'm going to pray for everybody on the line. And what I'm going to say, and the things I, that might come out of my mouth, some things might be in our natural language, and some things I am going to have to open up and talk to you know, above and, and let them hear what I'm saying in my heart so it could resonate through me and come through my voice and come through you. And all I'm going to say is that, like, it, it, you know, it does. I don't even care if you've been baptized 10, 15 years ago. It's like my pastor always says they're free refills, and there are free refills because they'll always uplift your gifts. And, you know, and I'm telling you, and even if you haven't, and you're trying to figure out what's he talking about, what's going on, I'm going to tell you right now is that when you're sitting in your room right now on this line, 
when I start praying for you, I want you to close your eyes. I want you just to imagine and focus on the cross, focus on the blood of Jesus, focus on what he did for you, and focus that he loves you, that he's right there with you, and that he's inside of your heart. And when I pray for you, when you start hearing me, and it's not even going to be me. It's going to be him because he's going to be taken over. Is like I want you just to think about what, I, what, how the way my mouth is moving and just allow yourself to cry out. Don't be afraid. You're on a phone. You're just crying out to Jesus. And, 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 and I'm telling you, I want you to feel it. I want you to be on the phone. I want you to hear what's going on, but I want him to control your tongue. I want him to be able to hear what you're saying from your heart in whatever in the normal language, but there has to be a point where if it's either in three seconds into the prayer, 15 seconds in the prayer, 30 seconds into the prayer, where you got to let him control your tongue. You might cough. You might sneeze. You might do different kind of things. And the only thing that's happening is it's a rebirth that's taking place. So I'm going to do that right now, and I'm just focused on the cross and allow him. If you end up, you know, let him control your tongue. And don't be afraid to speak, do that on this call. And then as I'm doing it, I know that there's other warriors on the line like Dion, Tanya, other people on the line who will join in and start praying. So it's not, it's going to start off with me, and you will start seeing others because I want this to be a revival right now. Okay, so Father God, I just thank you for this message. I just want to thank you for just for pouring into me the way that you did right now, Father God. I'm so honored and grateful that you're that you selected me and set me apart and not for my glory, but for your glory. And I know that there's people on this line that are yearning for you, Lord God. I know that there's people on this line that are crying, that there's people on this line that just want to touch your garment, and they just want more of you, Father God. And I pray that you could touch them, that you could fill them with your Holy Spirit, that you could touch them and you could control their tongue, that you could give them a sense of power that there's always been inside of them, that they could be released right now, Lord God, and be citizens of heaven, for Father God, that you can do what you need to do and work in their lives right now, right now, because we know, Lord God, that it's not about going through all these different steps in order to get to you. You're just looking for a yes. You're just looking for a purity. You're just looking for a surrender. You're just looking for us to fully allow you just to come and take full residence for us, Father God. So as I start beginning to communicate with you, I pray that you could communicate through me, through the line, and just touch these people in a different way. Masaya Raki 
kina ya mora soba sara kisa manakasa zina kete morakana nina ke moso barasira she moso barasira
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
take you in your victory. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, for us. And we bow down. Thank you. before the King. Yes, yes, Lord. we bow down. Yes. We bow before the King. Another language that you don't know 
that you have not learned, you didn't take lessons, you didn't hear it, you may have heard it growing up, but you never were able to speak it. That, that's what I mean by speaking in tongues. Or you had the Holy Spirit and you were renewed today. You haven't spoken in a while. Those two categories only first. Oh, um, me, Tanya, this is Catherine. How you doing? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you were, which one, which category are you, Catherine? This, uh, well, um, before I spoke in tongues, but it was just for a second. And then, you know, so frequently, like I did today, I never did it like that before. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, to make that something a part of your regular prayer life, okay? It's not something that is special that's only supposed to come like at Christmas or your birthday. This is the power that we're talking about um, because what happens, you guys, one of the reasons, there's so many reasons why it's important for us to um, have the Holy Ghost and speak in tongues or have our heavenly language, however you feel comfortable saying it, is because we literally, we literally pray we are praying in tongues and we are communicating back to heaven. We are saying things that the enemy cannot hear and decipher. We are also communicating with a vocabulary. There are, you know how you have some words, you just don't have the vocabulary to express it. So when I think about my grandbabies, I love them so much. I don't know how to, the only thing I know how to do to say to them is say, that that was wrong. I said that came out wrong. The only thing that I know how to say to them is, I love you more. I don't have the rest of the vocabulary. So in our heavenly language, when we pray in tongues, we are able to pray in a land and the Holy Spirit is also praying on our behalf. So I want you to make that a regular practice because you'll become more proficient in it. Um, no different than a baby. When a baby first starts talking, it sounds like babble. Um, it sounds like a complete, it ain't English. Some words might come through, but eventually they begin to speak. So I just want you to begin to develop that gift. It's not going to be hard. You just allow him to speak through you. Just give him permission. Surrender is the word for the day. Is yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. This is Catherine. This is Ramona. This is Mona's sister, right? Yes, yes, yes. So two weeks ago, I guess you got jealous, huh? Come on down, come on down, say that. You know we two peas in the pie, honey. You know she ain't gonna go too far without her. That's my baby. That's my baby. That's my baby. I love it. Is there anybody else? This is your very first time, um, um, or you're just not certain. But today, you are absolutely certain that you did. Anybody else? Okay, so the next the next ask will be, um, are you on the line? And you heard it, you could hear it, but you did you didn't speak it, you didn't speak out loud because you know it didn't sound a certain for whatever reason you just didn't speak out loud, or you felt it, but you didn't uh, you didn't surrender. 
That's our word. I, Nick gave me the word now. It's surrender. You heard it, mm-hmm. but you didn't surrender for whatever reason, and we're not judging. You felt it, but you didn't surrender for whatever reason. Is there those two categories only? Is there anybody? And when you do speak, tell me which category, okay? Anybody. Okay. So I break and I bind the spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus. Name I of speak Jesus. right now in the name yes. of Jesus that you would open your mouth and testify of the goodness of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that we are no longer bound by condemnation, but you came to redeem the world. And so we thank you in advance, even for the one uh, that is not speaking up, because I feel you. I feel you pulling me right now as I, feel I speak. You. I feel you um, as well. And, and the enemy is trying to make you ashamed of the fact that you got the gift of, a, of power. I feel it too, Dion. I felt it while mm-hmm. we were in the general prayer. So we want to encourage you, don't allow the enemy to punk you out of your power. Yeah. I break and I bind the spirit of religion and tradition right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, I want everyone that is uh, able to, if you're not sitting at your work at your desk, I want you to say, I agree. One, I two, three. Agree. I, I agree. agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm going to say this real quick, and then I'll pass it back to Tanya or Nick, whichever. Um, As we were um, in a different realm, what we did today was we went up to where Jesus is. We went and we met him, right? We left the entire realm of the natural. That's what revival is. It is going up to be endowed with power or endued, however you say it. And as we were praying, I could see that the angels were standing by a shelf, and they were handing out gifts. There were things that were released today in the spirit. There were things that you had not previously been able to do uh, that, that the Holy Spirit handed you today because of your obedience in worshiping. This right here is exactly what we're supposed to do. Nick, say this for me. How long have you been saved? Uh, 24 months when I got the baptism 24. of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And and how long uh, did you go to seminary school? No, I I dropped out after for my first week. <laughs> okay. And 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 who ordained you? Jesus. Okay. Mm. Amen. And so right. So John fourteen twenty six says, and the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. There are people that have been on this line for, man, maybe for five years. I don't know. But you've been doing the same thing over and over again. You've been going to church, and it's become a ritual. Uh, What happened today in the spirit, and you may not notice it for a minute, uh, but what happened was the 
binds of religion and tradition were broken off of your life on today. I declare it and I decree it by the authority given me uh, in the kingdom courts. And so I want to say today that somebody is going to have a greater understanding, a deeper revelation, and a hunger and thirst that will not be quenched by any other means but to seek him. Uh, I, I, I want you guys to do something. As soon as this call is over, I'm going to download the playback. I'm going to tag it, uh, surrender, and your seek is showing. Because what happened today was Nicholas's seek in his little 24 months of living, kingdom living, his seek was showing. <laughs> there is the greatest difference in him from not even uh, six months ago. When, when's the last time you declared, Nicholas? March. March. From March until September the 20, is it 26th or 27th? 27th. 27th. Okay. What I'm going to do, I'm going to send you your first declaration. Ha! Ah, your seek is showing, boy. Business. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm shutting up. Only thing I'm gonna say too is that like, um, and like if I'm telling you if there's some people here in the Bay Area or wherever, and you know, and maybe even like what Tanya said, you know, you're, you know, you maybe you were fearful or whatever, or you were um you were almost there and then the fear held you back, you know. I just want you to let you know it's okay not to be okay, and if you're out here in the Bay Area or or can somehow some way get here. Um, we can help you through it. You know, if there's somebody on this line, maybe you live in the Bay Area and you got a pool in your backyard, you know, we'll go to your pool, you know, um, we'll go to a body of water, we'll we'll do it together and we'll make sure that the rebirth takes place. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's just like Dion says, it doesn't tell you, it's not, it, the, even the Bible says so many times that it, it's not in the building because the earth is his footstool and we went in the ocean, you know, and, uh, you know, so I'm, all I'm saying is that if you are out here and if you are, you know, want to take that next step and don't let anything get in your head saying, oh, I wonder this or maybe next week or maybe that week or this week. I met this dude Tuesday morning, talked to him at 2. We were in the ocean by 4 p.m. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's just I'm telling you, it's like it's just you, you know, you reach out to Dion and Tanya. You guys can figure it out. And I'm telling you. It's like we can get do all of this together and just find a pool of water and we'll just do it together. You know, I just want to throw that out there. But I don't really know what else to I say wanna, unless people got questions. So let me, so yeah. oh, does anybody have questions? Nick, I'll kind of help um, guide you with it. But there is there is a there is a scripture that I I wanted to read. Um, uh, so I'm going to, I want to ask one more time, Dion prayed that prayer of deliverance. Is there anyone, this is not pressure. What we're trying to do is help you understand and establish who you are in Christ Jesus. Um, is there anybody on the line who, um, you, you, you hear, you hear the language, but you have, you did not surrender or you feel you feel the holy spirit moving on you you feel that you feel maybe you feel hot maybe cuz maybe you don't know what the feeling is that could be it 
it, and it's different for people, you might feel hot or you might feel like the hairs on your head, on your arms, and lips, like on the back of your neck are standing up or you, you feel like maybe this overwhelming presence. Um, it's just not something that you normally feel. Um, if you are in either of those categories, again, I want to extend the invitation to you um, to speak, to say, yes, it's me. Okay, um, so this is what I want to, um, this scripture is, this scripture is found in, I believe it is Mark, yeah, Mark 16, and I believe I'm going to start at the 17th verse. Um, actually, maybe, maybe I'll go, I'll start at 15, um, and if you want to follow along with me, you can do me a favor if you're not, um, since you're not speaking right now, go ahead and put your phone on mute, please. I hear just a little bit of some kind of clicking. Okay, so I'm, and I'm going to be reading, I think I want to read from the King James Version, and then I'll, um, I may read from a different version, uh, just because I like the way that it sounds. Mark 16, 15. And he said unto them, Go, this is Jesus talking. Go ye into all of the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. Um, excuse me, shall be damned. Let me say it again. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. The key word in this text is believe. The things that Nick talked about are biblical. Nothing off about what he did. For some people who are caught up in religion, they're going to talk about, well, he's not ordained, he's not this. They didn't have ordination services and stuff in the scripture. And I didn't read anything. This was the King James Version, which is the most accurate translation of the um, Bible that was written in Hebrew and Greek. It's the most accurate. Of course, we need some type of training, you know, at some point just so that we can be prepared, you know, some type of coaching. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, um, what I'm talking about here for the for the person or people that might be thinking on this line right now, well, how could he do that and he hasn't been ordained? Jesus ordained him, right? There's some cultivating of his gifts that he needs, and he's fully aware of that. But Jesus mm -hmm. has called Nick. 
And this didn't just start. We we knew we knew that I knew there was a call on Nick's life probably ten years ago when the Lord gave him a dream, uh, and the dream so <laughs> the dream was so powerful. Hmm. I was like, wait a minute, I can't. I, I I think I hear some stuff, but let me have you talk to my dad because he can help you with you know some instruction. And he humbly went to my dad, explained the dream. But there is an absolute evangelism call on Nick's life. Anyway, I don't. I'm not gonna continue to go on and on and on. Dion or Nick, I'll give it back to you. But I wanted you. I wanted to. The Bible says, "Prove all things and hold on to that which is good." For some of you, because you're you're, and this is no shade against your church. For some of you in your church, these type of gifts are not in operation, and so it might be a little bit different for you. It might be a little bit, um, you know, it might be something that's new. You're not familiar with it. I'm telling you. For believers, these are the types of things that are supposed to happen. Why haven't they been happening? It's not because God's power has changed. It's because we got too religious. We we got we put we have, we we are, we are more are many churches more are now um, entertaining as opposed to ministering, and they've ushered the Holy Spirit out, and the the gospel is being watered down. It's not that the gospel is not effective. It's not that the word of God is not effective. It's not that the, the Holy Spirit is not effective. He's still the same Holy Spirit that he was way back when Peter and Jesus were, I mean, excuse me, when Peter and the disciples and Paul were going around doing the miracles and stuff. He's that same God. It's just that for some of us, we have begun to intellectualize him. And once you start to try to intellectualize him, you, re, you, 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 um, you put a cap on his power. Which is why some of you may not have have actually um, spoken in tongues yet, because logically you don't understand how it would how that would happen. Logically, it doesn't sound perfected like you hear some of the people who use their language on a regular basis. That's why it comes across as an actual language because we've given in to the power of the Holy Spirit. So, so all I'm saying is this. I wanted to share this scripture with you so that you can understand. We didn't, we, none of this was made up. I wasn't, I didn't know Nick was speaking today. I just happened to call in. I'm, I'm at our, I'm at our, I'm at our retreat up in the mountains. Thank God I got a, a call signal. Mm. Right. So anyway, I just, I didn't want to go on and on and on, but I did want to share that again. If, if you want to read it on your own, um, it's, and I read it from the King James version. It's Mark 16, and I started at the 15th verse, and I read down to the 17th verse. Oh, excuse me, the 18th verse, sorry. Okay, uh, I'm going to stop now, and I'll pass the call back to Nick or um, Dion. Okay. I'll give it to Nick first. Right. Go ahead, Nicholas. Um, I guess I just, I, I don't, you know, I just, if there's people who have questions or just, you know, if anybody wants to just, uh, talk, you know, that's on the line or just, you know, just say anything, just, you know, now, you know, if you, if you want to, you, now's your time for sure. Um, Hi, is there anybody on the line? Morning. This is pretty Patrice. Um, How you doing, <clears throat> pretty Patrice? I'm wonderful. I uh, I just want to say that 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 scripture is a scripture that God gave me to confirm that um, there's a call on my life and that He wanted me to preach. So 
um, and that everything that has transpired on this morning was beautiful. And it's not that I haven't spoken in tongues, but this is the second time or third time that it has been in the realm that it was in on this morning. So I thank you for um, declaring over our lives this morning. And I pray that God will continue to show me in which the direction that he wants me to go because I am open and willing. So God bless you. And I will um, continue to keep you and declare victory in my prayers. God bless you. Thank you so much. And God bless you too. Is there anyone else? Catherine, this is Catherine. I just um got tapped in to say um I appreciate your appreciate appreciate your spirit um really uh inspirational when you was talking I was like dang that's a male me talking you know because you know something <laughs> we do and we go through and we read it like they said uh, religiously do things and it becomes just a habit of just doing. You know, and um, not tapping in. So um, I thank you the way you allow God to use you this morning um, for for me. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Oh, definitely. It was all Jesus today. I don't even remember 80, 90% of the stuff I said. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <No. laughs> but that that's when, it, listen, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Right. And so even if you look at that, John fourteen twenty six, <clears throat> after it says the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and it says it will and the Holy Spirit will bring everything back to your remembrance. And so it is impossible to be on fire uh, like like how Nick is on fire or some of the other declares or some of the people you run into without having an intimate relationship with Jesus, without spending time uh, inundating yourself with the word of God. And what happens is the more time you spend in his presence, the more his presence spends time in this realm, which is why the word of God says, thy kingdom come on earth, right? His kingdom comes to earth through us, through the hearing of the unadulterated word of God and his power manifests through the spirit that he endows us with. The mo- and after the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power. That's what the word says. It's not guesswork. It is intentional, deliberate seek work, which is why I told Nick his seek was showing. And you'd have to know how Nicholas studies to understand how he was able to fluidly Hey, Nick, did you read some paper or did you just have some little notes? What you had? Just just bullet points. Bullet points, right? And so now what you know about your teaching style is you are an expository teacher, right? So you take bullet points. You teach very similar to how I teach. Usually God will give me one word and give me 20 points out of that one word, right? Mm -hmm. So this, this, again, because this is a training station, Everything about Declare Victory is to help you cultivate your gifts. Now, mind you, there are folks that have been on this line that have been saved for 10, 15, some of you 20 years. And so the word of God says that by now, some of you ought to be teachers. 
Some of you ought to be preachers. Some of you ought to be in the the uh, courts and the synagogues. Some of you um, have been exposed to religion so much that it's stolen your sound. It's taken your voice and it's taken your seek and turned it into a measuring stick on which to judge people by. I've been mm-hmm. saved 20 years. So you ain't got no power. I don't care. That that would be me. That's just that's just how I move around. Cause that really happened. I've been in the presence of people who've been saved for 20 years longer than me, right? But the reality is, every single thing about your life can change in hours. That's how powerful the Holy Ghost is. That young man met Nick on Tuesday. And so now I've been getting phone calls all week. You're never going to believe what happened. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to believe it. I know, but i got to say it like that, though. <laughs> that that would be how Nick <laughs> calls to share about his stories. And if you heard some of his stories, um, Nick is very similar to how I was um, before I understood how to use my stuff. He'd be like, oh, my God, dude, guess what just happened? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, when I see his number, I get excited because I know I'm going to hear a kooky story. That is right up my alley because I love when God does stuff that makes absolutely no sense. It's my whole entire favorite. Amen. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to shut up. Anybody have any questions, any comments, any concerns, or uh, you want to know more? Or And, and we're going to work on this a date um, to really have just a, I, I want to work, uh, do whatever we do somewhere that has a baptismal pool. Or mm-hmm. some type of body of water in the immediate presence. I mean, even if we got to, well, it's cold now. I was going to say by the swim pool. But we're, we're for real. It's, uh, I got a text message that somebody's interested in being baptized. But what I want her mm. to do is I want, I want you to listen to the whole declaration. And so, again, I never really ask people to share the declarations. But we're going to share it on the Declare Victory page. Natasha, if you're listening, um, if you would, as soon as the call ends, if you'll go ahead and upload this one, share it on the page. But I want the hashtag to be faith factor. You can do that to lead in. Surrender. So faith factor, hashtag surrender, hashtag I see your seek. I S E E your seek. <clears throat> Those are the three hashtags. And if you would, if you would just share. Um, to your personal page or if you got to, you know, whatever, however you do it. Because at the end of the day, all kin to the left, I don't mean no harm. I don't care what you've been taught doctrinally. In order to do this thing <clears throat> in full force, you need the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You need the evidence of speaking in tongues. If you want to win battles, you you got to be able to speak outside of the realm that the enemy can hear you. You got to have that power is necessary to live. Being good don't work. Amen. I'm shutting up. Um, questions, comments, Slept. commentary. Anybody? Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Hi, this is Tarina. I'm at work. Um, sorry, I'm in the restroom. So um, when I oh Nicholas. When I knew that you was going to uh, declare to this morning, I took some paper out because I knew it was going to be on fire. Oh, <laughs> boy. See, I, I am filled with the Holy Spirit and also an evangelist. Uh, I lay hands on the sticks, and 
I need my fire lit. I need more boldness because when I lay hands on the sick, they don't recover instantly. And that's my desire for him. When I lay hands on the sick, I want them to recover instantly. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. my desire is to baptize people. Uh, yeah. And also, um, I want to tell you I'm going to declare a message next month in a nursing home. It will be my first time. <laughs> So I need prayer, please. <laughs> so you, you need prayer, and, and you need somebody to go with you. So I, I'll go with you. No, no I got to go. No, I got no, you. No, 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 You got to no, quit no, being no, a scary no. cat. Scary cat. Tarina, mm-hmm. Tarina, this is pretty Patrice. I'm declaring in a nursing home as well. Hallelujah. Oh, <laughs> Praise God. Come on. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'm going to be quiet. Thanks again, Nicholas. Have a blessed everyone. Come on, preachers. We got some preachers on the line. Y'all ain't ready? Y'all ain't ready, I'm telling you. <laughs> Come on. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Tamisha. Um, thank hey. you, um, Nick. Is this for um, the declaration? I was just listening. I'm normally driving every time I'm on the line but um I just got I just got so much um and even just I don't know what it is but even your voice just um was really calming and I just, I don't know what it was but thank you so much and um uh, when I was listening to the declaration I think um so the last call, maybe a couple of other calls, I have said that I felt um, the Holy Spirit, and it felt like I felt the Spirit, and it felt like an energy or a burst of energy. Um, and I was at church on Sunday, um, and uh, there was like an altar call, and you know we all went, and um, it, I, I started. And it was like on, like right on, like right there on the tip of my tongue. And I started, and then I stopped. And I looked around, and nobody else. And I think it was because I didn't hear anybody else. Um, I felt like I needed to stop or slow, or like you know, I was like, you know, am is you know, this feels weird because I feel like I'm the only one. This is, you know, I felt it, and I and I could hear myself, and I was actually, you know, speaking, but it was like really low, short, on my tip of my tongue, and I just couldn't do it because I, I, it was just I didn't hear or feel anybody else, and um, I guess when I was listening to the declaration, what I what I got out of it was that faith isn't a spectator sport, and mm. so it's like. Everybody was kind of standing around, but but so but she came for you know she came to get something and to get it and no matter if she had to reach around and through a thousand probably climb over under people whatever way um, she was gonna get it and and that and I just thought that like well yeah you know I just felt in my spirit it was just like you know faith isn't a um, isn't a spectator sport and everybody who's standing around is just a distraction and that I don't need to, I don't need to worry about that because 
um, I, if I came to get it, I need to be doing like she did and not worrying about if I got to reach over, under, or around whoever um, mm-hmm. to, to, to do it. And so um, I'm just, I, I was just really grateful and, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm just super emotional. I feel filled up, but super emotional. And I just feel like um, I don't need to worry about who's just standing around um, because I I came to get something and I can't keep leaving, um, you know, without it. So thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, 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 Mm -hmm. Tamisha, did you say you're not driving? No, I said I'm always driving. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you're driving right now? Yeah. <laughs> can you are you are you on time for work? Um I'm I'm almost I'm normally taking my by the time I get my son to school the call is ending so you know I'm your, normally your it's normally happening. Okay. Yeah, so he always in the car. car with you now? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So are you in traffic right now? Are you on the freeway? Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the 80s, so you know it's bad. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm a. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> so it's been short. It's like short bursts, right? Like even on the call, even when I was driving, it's just like on the tip of my tongue, and I'm saying it, but it's just like, I it's it's for. I feel like my tongue is cut in half. If that makes sense. Okay. For so some it absolutely makes sense. What you're trying mm. to do is make sense of it. What you're so in your brain, your brain is like, ah, oh, but it probably don't, you know, my, uh, you know, but but that's not an actual word, and you know, but is that really something or is that me? And what I'm saying to you is that it that is the Holy Spirit. All you mm. need to do is give in. I just I don't want to press you because you're driving. That's the only that's the only thing. Um, ah, <laughs> she can't close her eyes. I was like, I can't. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I'm driving. Like, Nick, I'm driving. Let me, right. let me, let me. I, I, I just feel like I can't let it go. Keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes open. Um, and I want you to keep your eyes open. <laughs> keep it. Don't close your eyes. You cannot get over emotional because see, here's the other thing: the Holy Spirit does not uh, uh, make us lose control and act an idiot. He does, that's not that's not the Holy Ghost. If you if you've seen people do that, you know they running into walls and you know they they just completely lose. That's not that's not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will never allow you to lose control. I mean, he won't He won't make you lose control. So here's what I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you to do while we're on the call and you are driving with your eyes open and both of your hands are on the wheel. Um, I want you to repeat after me. Father, Father I surrender, surrender my intellect. Intellect to you, you, and I completely, I completely yield, yield 
my tongue. My tongue. And I ask. That you fill me with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. Now I want you to speak what you make a Speak what you hear.
But we yeah. be trying to rationalize the sound. We don't have to. Right? Yeah. And so the enemy will try to make you think you sound stupid. Right? Be like, this dumb. You ain't saying nothing. That's fine. Keep saying nothing until it, you'll feel the difference. You'll feel when it hit, when you done took your will out of it. Just take your will out of it. Let him do it. It's all good. You you, you did it today. Thank you. Yes. Thank Hallelujah. you so much. Thank you. Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that devil mad at us. You hear me? What I say. Mm-hmm. Woo, he's annoyed, and I like it. I like it, yeah. I like it. Come on, Jesus. Amen. So I know well, the call is ending, and if you can, mm-hmm. if somebody can get the, this is a new one for me. You got the Holy Ghost while you was driving, but whatever. Listen, um, come on. Before, <laughs> before we end the call, before we end the call, because the atmosphere is still here, before we end the call, is there anybody? You know you hear it, him, the language. You hear a language. You hear it. Or you feel in your heart. It's in your, like maybe your chest is tight or you just feel warm all over or whatever. Um, If you hear or feel him, you want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we could take a few more minutes. That That took like three minutes. Is there anybody else? Okay, I I gotta go because I got a whole retreat that I'm supposed to be at mm-hmm. right now, and I gotta right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Dion, y'all pray for me up here. Listen, y'all. Pray Amen. Listen. Ooh. Uh oh, they in trouble. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, I already I'm know. A obedient. I'm a be obedient. Just be make obedient. sure you're obedient to to the right thing. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Love y'all. Love you. Amen. So with that said, Nick, I'm going to have you pray a closing prayer, and we're going to go ahead and wrap the call up. Um, I pray that somebody was blessed. And again, I also pray that you'll be kind enough, because uh, somebody else is in need of the Holy Spirit, period. Mm-hmm. I pray, pray that you'll be kind enough to distribute uh, this call today, because just like he did it for us on the call live, he can do the same thing for somebody offline so um i love you guys i'm being quiet nick close us out and we go from there all right cool well father god i just want to come into agreement that everything that happened today was according to your will and not us at all and it's pretty obvious that your myths and your power and everything about who you are and within your heart was on this line And I know for a fact that angels are rejoicing, Father God, right now. And as before we even get released into this world, Lord God, I do want to pray for certain things that I heard on this phone. I do want to pray for the children because I know the children are the new generation. We know they're the ones that are going to be carrying the stick to lead people to your kingdom, Father God. So I pray a special covering over them. I pray for a movement. 
I pray for a revival that takes place that, like I said, nobody will understand. And I know it's going to start with the youth because of the visions that you've been placing inside of me, Father God. So I pray for this new generation. I pray for a covering of protection. I pray for a covering of guidance for God, Father God. I pray that with this social media out here and it's being used as a weapon of mass destruction, I pray that we can use it as a weapon of mass deliverance, Father God, inside of your name and all honor and glory goes to you. I want to pray for the homeless. I want to pray for the forgotten ones. I want to pray for their, you know, we're getting ready to enter into these winter months, Father God. I pray that you could provide them with warmth. Maybe they're sitting on the corner right now and they don't know how they're going to get warm. I pray that you could breathe on them, Father God, that you could breathe on them and they'll realize that the warmth is from your love, that you still love them, Father God. And I pray for everybody's individual ministry on this phone. I pray that something happened and something was sparked and you place a vision, you place a dream inside of them, you place a confirmation inside of them that puts them in a different direction, that puts them on a different path so they can advance your kingdom through their ministry that you designed with them, Father God. I pray for the ones that are going to go reach into the nursing homes, to reach to the ones that are that are maybe on their way out too, that they can lead somebody to you, Father God, that they can take this power and even heal people inside of that nursing home, Father God. I pray for the sister who was just driving on the freeway right now, that you could help encourage her, that you could help massage her heart, Lord God, and let her know that you are with her, that you love her more than she can even imagine, and all she's trying to do is touch a piece of your garment. So I pray that you could watch over her and cultivate her in her own gifts, because her heart is seeking after you. And I pray these things, and I pray for Tanya. I pray for Tanya's retreat and whatever's taking place out there. Obviously, something is getting ready to happen this weekend, even out there. Just listening to her, listening to her sing, listening to her, you know, just just do everything according to your will. So I pray for protection and I pray for guidance as she's out there ministering to people. And I pray for even her own personal stuff, whatever she is going through on her own walk with her, with you, Father God, while she's out there in the retreat. And I pray these things in your mighty name. In Jesus' name, amen. Everyone have a great day. Amen. Thank you.
and the truth. Praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees, for it's God.